Welcome to the Indisputable Podcast, where we shoot the shit about indie music that has come out in 2018. My name is Travis Carlisle. And I'm Michelle Evanant. Hello, Russian listening bots and Michelle. Why Russian? Well, because they're the ones who make bots that troll the internet. I feel like everyone makes bots that troll the internet, but... The Russians make more of them, though. So if I said hello, Russian bots, I've got more chance of being right. I don't know, it's very difficult to, to quantify and... Um, like demographically sort all the bots on the internet so do you know what else is difficult to quantify i think the russian bots might just have more press coverage at this point i mean for a reason well yes anyway do you know what isn't or what is also difficult to quantify what what we're listening to today what's that oh yeah this album is a journey Mm. uh (laughs) so um This is our second round of Music Roulette for 2018. And as I mentioned in our first Aid Kit podcast, uh, the list of Music Roulette pickings for this year was pretty slim. Fucking better have been if this is what we're listening to. You know, interestingly, um, I'm going to get uh, really truthful here. I mean, usually I use the number randomizer, and this year uh, I wrote the Music Roulette list, and it was only like two or three titles longer than the number that we needed from it and I was just like I could number randomize but I could also just delete the bands that look like we won't like them and look like they're going to be downright annoying mm. and apparently I either like there's a lot of very bad music on this list which I hope isn't the case or I just exercised some poor judgment there because um yeah, I thought I I deleted the uh, most unpalatable bands from this list. You guessed wrong. I think I failed in this task, but we'll never know because I've already forgotten the names of the bands that I deleted from the list. So yeah. Mhm. Um. So today, second round of music roulette for 2018. What we are listening to, um, is. The Go! Exclamation mark. Team. And their album is called Semicircle. And I mean, I, d- I do have to say, like, this is why we call it music roulette. Sometimes you win, you get first aid kit, and sometimes you lose, and you get this. And I want to say this is what makes it exciting, but it's also what makes it kind of um, daunting sometimes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you have an elevator pitch for this album? Um. Yeah, my elevator pitch would be that if this album was an outfit, it would be the most garish 90s windbreaker you can find, combined with maybe some brightly colored spandex leggings, um, the ugliest pair of somehow in fashion again ugly tackies you can find, um, and underneath the windbreaker, like a t-shirt with a super 90s slogan and design that says something like just say no to drugs kids and crimped hair and a scrunchie and giant hoop earrings leg warmers glossy lipstick and probably like very big like bright blue eyeshadow that would be this teased hair yeah teased and crimped hair I think would be this album's um, 
outfit if this album was an outfit what would your elevator pitch be um michael jackson travels to the future to deliver a 1990s psa in musical form and placed on an album yep um so let me lead us into our trivia corner it was pretty hard to find trivia on this band because despite being around for a while i can't even remember the fact you told me um something about a brass band in brighton to be perfectly honest, I didn't spend like a very long time looking for trivia, but we never spend like a very long time looking for trivia and we always find cool stuff, so, you know, um, yeah, um, so my trivia would be that, um, apparently band leader Ian Parton, um, as part of his inspiration, um, for this album traveled to Detroit, Michigan, otherwise known as Motor City, and enlisted the help of the Detroit Youth Choir to send the backing vocals on this album. Oh yeah, uh, the uh, brass that you hear in this album uh, is provided by the Neon Saints Brass Band, straight out of Brighton in mm. merry old England. Mm-hmm. Bless them. Yeah, so like not very like interesting or obscure trivia, but Facts, definitely facts. Definitely facts. Definitely trivia. Yeah, can't argue much about that. Did you have any high notes for semicircle? You know, like we, you know, we're pretty grumpy about the fact that we we both listened to forty minutes of this music. Um, but I do want to say that, like, even though neither of us like this album, um, you know, definitely I would say that there is musical talent. And I do enjoy their uh, sort of melodic style and I do think that it is well produced Um, but it just doesn't suit my tastes at all. (laughs) So yeah, high notes, like I can objectively say that there is musical talent, the vocals like this person has a very nice voice but just Combined with the style of music, it sounds like a child's voice. <laughs> and then they put children behind it. Yeah, so it just very much sounds... It really sounds like an adult band, band made an album for children. Or like a band of children tried to make an album for adults. It's kind of... Yeah. Um, but yeah, my high note would be that like I really do think that um, taking a step back, this is well produced and they do have musical talent. I just think it's, it's not to my taste. <laughs> um, it's to somebody's taste, but not mine. What about you? Um, this, this whole album was really good at getting me to check my iTunes every five minutes to make sure it hadn't shuffled onto something I wasn't meant to be looking at or listening to. Why is that a high note? I mean, I, my phone could have died, it could have run out of battery, but I was permanently checking it. So. So you were running its battery down more? Yeah. But I was checking it, and this this album helped remind me to check my phone's battery. I suppose. Mm. Okay. Yeah, high note. Yeah, well... Do you have a low note to go with that? Yeah, let me talk about my low notes. Um, my low notes is that this album is just weird. Like, um... So... Like, their melodic style and the vocals, which we've mentioned, like, they're very childlike, so... It gave me the cringy feeling that I was listening to children's music. Yeah, it, it very much like had the feel of being written for children. And like, 
oh my word like there's just so much like weird positivity and it's like like the only other place um that i can like immediately remember seeing that much weird positivity is in like 90s anti-drug psas which is why this entire album kind of sounds like a 90s anti-drug psa like or like one of those like after school specials about some other issue but yeah it's like it's just like very sugary very overly positive very childlike and that made me very uncomfortable and also like the types of sounds and sounds that they sampled and instruments that they used were like largely very very annoying um to listen to not the tuba like for me it was that like um that like telegram sound in the first track and also like i think they used like a glockenspiel at some point Mm. and not in a cool block party way either. yeah yeah very much not in a cool block party way and they also used um yeah like the instruments that they used and were like again like emphasized that like weird childlike thing and um yeah and then the sound sounds that they sampled were very annoying and the lyrics were also just like very shallow like it kind of also sounded like um that it it kind of also reminded me of an episode of um community in which shirley like tries to film a cool youtube video for her church but it's just like um it's an adult trying to push an agenda and like trying to sound like a teenager because the lyrics were just like very shallow like (laughs) so like yeah um and also just like so retro like so very very 90s um so i guess if i ever wanted to like access a time capsule to the 90s via my headphones this this album would be a real go-to do you have any low notes to add um yeah i had a lot of problems with this album just listening to it i I was confused the entire time and it wasn't this album is on an intellectual level above which I can operate hence I cannot possibly ever try to understand it I must just admire it and marvel at it it's not like Shushu or something where I don't quite get the political metaphor but I appreciate the way it's delivered I just don't fucking understand who would listen to this I can't think of a person and go you know maybe it's you like in my wildest dreams, I could maybe go, oh, this is like some of that, ah, oh, hip and funk, down with the kids, hello fellow children, sort of Steve Buscemi meme, like Christian band music, yeah. where they're rolling out and creating this, wow, Jesus is the only high I need, ha, you know, sort of band. That's what it feels like listening to this, like. I really did mean it when I said Michael Jordan went back in time and delivered the 90s PSA. Yeah. (laughs) That's what this sounds like. This would be the music behind that PSA. And something that I I don't understand about this is that, like, with those PSAs, you can tell the agenda. It's like, you know, it's like, don't do drugs, or it's Jesus is cool, or something. But, like, this is just, like, you know, like from 
when I read about this band on Wikipedia, I was like, cool, it's a, it's a bunch of people on the indie music scene. It's a bunch of adults. Like, yeah, like, I don't know what their agenda is for their PSA. I just don't know who it's being delivered to or who would listen to. I can't think of a person who would sit down and go, you know what, I'm going to buy this album, I'm going to stream this album, I'm going to download this album. I, I don't know who the fuck it is, and that creeps me out. Yeah, I mean, like, who is this happy? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that would be my low note. Yeah. That and just, yeah, that literally drives me around the band. Oh, also, like, additional low note, there was this this track where they, like, all talked about their star signs. Oh, God, yeah. That's one of my many skip tracks. Like, that is also, like, I really don't get the star sign thing. Like, I get that as millennials, we do a lot of ironic things to piss people off. Like, is star signs one of those things? Are we doing that ironically to piss people off and have I not gotten the irony memo? Like, why why is that becoming a thing again? Um, yeah. Another thing that pisses me off as a low note is that I've just realized that the one track is called Plants Are Like a Dream You Organized with the U as just a capital letter U. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> the kids will love that one. Yeah, I just yeah, this is just It's very confusing. Like, because it's just like what what is their agenda? I guess you know, the only thing I can think of is like they're trying to like help uplift people and make them happy but then I have to think like who could relate to this level of happiness though like are there people in the world who are this happy because I mean that seems strange to me right yeah um anyway anyway but you know like (laughs) this has been an interesting cultural artifact for me though like it has made my life more interesting, listening to this album. Um, Would you say that that means you have a mixtape track for this? Yeah, I totally have a mixtape track for this. Um, well, like, I have a few songs that I, like, I didn't hate. Like, the Hey! exclamation mark song. That was okay. And, um... Now, the, the answer's no, now what's the question? That song was cool. That is literally the only song that I've found barely listenable on this album. Yeah, no, I quite like that song. Um, and, like, as I said, like, I enjoy their melodic style. I think that um, they have got some very nice vocalists. Um, and, like, yeah, technically speaking, very talented. Just not my cup of tea at all, the way they're going with it. Um, yeah, so, also the final track getting back up like it kind of reminded me of something that you put in a 90s teen movie um yeah you're finally in state there <laughs> uh but yeah the answer's no now what's the question that would be my mixtape track um, yeah mine as well i'm sorry if i do put that on the mixtape for anyone and um no i i would i will totally put that on my mixtape for this year um because um I don't hate everything about this band, I just find it very difficult to relate to. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Do you have a skip track? Yeah, maybe that first the one. The first one. Oh yeah. my Easily gosh, the with worst the Morse song. code sound. It's just Easily. so annoying. It's like I understand what you're trying to do because it's a sound effect, but like you overdid it. Like we'd get it if you just did that, but like less. So we'll skip the fuck out of that. Yeah, we will skip the fuck out of that. Do you know what's next? Yes, I do. 
What is next is Death Cab for Cuties album Thank You for Today. That's a very odd uh, album roulette. It's not a music roulette album. Yeah, it is. We're interspersing roulettes with like plans. Why would you plan to review Death Cab for Cutie? Because I love Death Cab for Cutie. Let's get the final. 